0: No Ketchup, Chicago.
1: What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Ketchup sports talk via chicago i am your host sean little big nick the quick yes sir in the studio audio oh, yeah. only we here yes sir packers week
2: yep
1: rivalry week rivalry week Rivalry we week yes. <laughs> a lot of talk going into the game we're gonna talk about how we feel going in yep. we're in a three-game win streak since the last time too we was a little in the- too late since the last time we was in a stew. the stew, the narrative has changed some places in the city about Mitchell Trubisky. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about has Aaron Rodgers fell off a little bit. That's a narrative that we, that we need to address. Roquan's out. The weather's supposed to be crazy, crazy cold. We're going to break down the Packers game on Sunday. Me and Big Nick the Quick just left a Bulls times Zenny eyewear framing the future event it was actually really interesting it was really cool benny the bull was there wendell carl jr was there
2: shaq harrison
1: shaq harrison was there dapped it up Talked to shaq for a second we'll break down that event they're doing some really cool things with the kids in the community then we'll talk where we're at with the bulls blew out atlanta in their last game this will be coming out friday morning We got to talk Zach Levine. He's starting to become more and more polarizing every week. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. Then we'll close it out with the NFL. Lamar Jackson has seemed to lock up the MVP. They're playing as we speak right now. We're shooting this Thursday night. So we'll close it out with some NFL talk, what we expect. Let's kick it off. Yes, sir. What do you do?
2: Man, what's the business? Bro, have you started christmas shopping yet that's that's the biggest Yo, question i got for you tonight
1: i'm done christmas shopping bro my man. Wow, i'm finished you're bro. a better man than myself i you was, locked it up early was this I a plan like, to lock was it up planned, early bro. like pre-planned i'm like i'm gonna just go ahead and knock this out i'm not buying presents for that many people my right. like, girl a couple other folks but yeah i'm done bro like knocked it out i actually just sent my i shout out maxi a couple other guys i got some things. Um. But yeah, I'm done with it. It's finished. Over with. Over with. Done. Yeah, it's a wrap. What about you? I have not started. What's wh- why? I think
2: I'm gonna knock it out on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, the majority of the gifts that I get are from my daughter. You know, what I mean, like the weekend yeah. is brutal. Just get up. Yeah. you get yeah. online? I with I'm probably get online and knock it out. I mean, who am I kidding? But you know, um, not. Nah, I'm not a good gift giver either. Like I'm terrible at Christmas. Like for my girl, I started up saying, just tell me what you want. Right. Like, I'm not going outside the box. Yeah. Like, if you want me to buy this, I will go out and buy it right now. But don't, like, I've tried to, like, get creative before, and I feel like the shit never really works out. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, just tell me what you want, which is how I am with gifts. Like, <laughs> right. I told her, this is exactly what I want. This is what I need. Yeah, this is what, what I, I need. I? Yeah. It's just like, this is what I need. I don't want to buy right now. Right. So, like, yeah. Keep moving. But no, I have not started yet. But I'm always interested to see when people shop because, you know, I used to work in retail and shit. It'd be funny to see people coming in on the twenty third, the twenty fourth, getting all the gifts, like getting them super late. You see the stragglers, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. So, um, I have not started yet. I'm on my way though.
1: On my way. I got a couple. Yeah, I mean, I got four or five things, and I I talked about them like they had been mentioned in the coming months. Yeah. So I knew what I was gonna get. Knew, so I yeah. just. I wanted to make sure – the other thing, too, is I just wanted to make sure that I could get what I – like, if I want to get a pair of kicks, I don't want to worry about, like, are they going to have the size? Like, I just – I was trying to get ahead of it. Right. Yo, we always bring up something that we were laughing about. Me and Quick were in the car. Do y'all remember when Ace Hood's bezel fell off his watch? Shameful. (laughs) Shameful. We we watched the YouTube video, Ace Hood's bezel falls off his watch. Unbelievable. If you need a laugh and you want to jump in the time machine, go do that.
2: Hey, if you got to try that hard, it's just not worth it, man. Like, if you, it's all good, bro. If you can't afford the fully iced out bezel joint or whatever, <laughs> you yeah, maybe had a couple singles, you know, in the last couple years or nothing like that, it's okay, bro. Grab the tag hewer. Grab right. the Seiko. We won't do. We won't. We'll, we won't respect you any less for rocking the tag right. here. But You're what we will good. respect you less for is rocking the iced out roly where the bezel falls off. <laughs> yeah, right. The bezel falls. You off, You go get clown for that. You will get clown for that forever. You go get clown like, for he's that. He's gonna be watch checked the rest of his life. So, you know, shout out Ace Hood. man. hopefully he's back to buying you know real time pieces. But yeah, that video was hilarious. And Bow Wow tried to save him too, but there was no saving. For no that, saving. Nah.
1: Don't nah, say not when, the,
2: not when the bezel clanks off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's no good. Something like that. Did You ever used to follow
1: that account? It was on
2: Instagram. Fake, fake watchbuster. Watch yeah, that shit was hilarious.
1: But like, that's what what is man. The pressure is so that's, great. That's what, it came that's to. what it's become. That. Yeah.
2: Then just then don't knowing that you're gonna don't get don't called off, bro. Just buy pressure. an okay watch. Just chill. Just chill, bro. Stay in the lane. You bro. will never see me wear anything fake. Like I'm gonna go ahead and just keep it all the way 1,000 with you. It, if I, I can't afford it. it, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to wear the knockoff version of it or nothing like that. You Straight know what up. I mean? Absolutely. It's like if I want a Benz, I'm not gonna buy the C-Class. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? You hear me? I'm not buying the C-Class. I hear you. I'm not buying the three-class Beamer. I hear you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not happening. The 318. I'm not buying not that. Yeah, that. I'm not getting that. <laughs> just to say, I got a Beamer for what?
1: you know what i'm yo, saying yo we, we you can have this we can we should we can have a podcast about just like what people shouldn't do you just shouldn't
2: do this a certain things like you this is do, what man. you
1: shouldn't do don't do this well,
2: it's, a, it's a whole lot of fake shit going on yo we should that,
1: start man. a pod don't do yeah, this don't do this <laughs> don't buy the c-class don't
2: buy the three series don't do this don't do it don't get the ES Lexus. Just Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. remember when Range Rover used to have them little like uh, the Range Rover Discovery? Is that what it was? The little it looked like a fucking Rav Four, but it was a it said Land Rover on it. Oh, it was yeah. the, Disco- the yeah. little super yeah, little, little one. one. Like, come on, bro. Don't do but that. Like the Porsche Boxster. Just don't.
1: Don't, don't do don't it. Get
2: the Boxster, bro. <laughs> if you can't get the 911, don't get a 350Z do or some shit. Don't we'll do respect it. you. But don't do it.
1: Don't do it. Cannot, can't do it. Not gonna be able to do it. Don't do it, bro. That's actually a pod idea. Don't do it. Don't do it. We should have a segment. Don't do it. Go on for hours. Yeah, we did. That that was our first segment of Don't Do It. shit that we've seen. Don't do it. Don't do it. Shameful. All right, let's jump into these Bears, man. It's Packers week. Interesting game, huh? Yeah. Kind of like it has a little interest to it, for me anyway. I tweeted two weeks ago. I said, yo, I need the Bears to win and play a good game against Dallas so I could follow up and bet the Packers. Yeah. And now I'm not
2: so sure. They did exactly what you needed them to do.
1: They did exactly what I was I was talking all that yeah. shit to do. The Line opened at seven is down to four and a half. That's crazy. It's supposed to be frigid. Yeah. Over under 40. Low scoring game. What are your thoughts going in? How you feeling?
2: Um, you know. If it wasn't the Packers, I'd feel a lot more confident just for whatever reason going over there and getting a win is always difficult for us. Man, it's Um, difficult not even a word, bro. The the thing that's encouraging to me. We have a hard time up there. A very hard time, yeah. The thing that's encouraging to me is, like, obviously offensively, Nagy has been a a much better play caller over the past few. You can't understand how much better of a play caller he's been. Um, And I'm not giving him credit for that, so I don't want anybody to mistake that as me giving him credit. I think he should have realized this a long time ago because everybody else did that was watching the game knew that this is the type of offense that we should have been calling. So I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, great job by Matt Nagy, but I get some confidence in that. Um, I think the defense – look, man, when the offense plays well, the defense plays okay. I think that we can go out there and we, you know, on paper should be able to get a win, but um, I don't feel confident about the game. Overall, I don't. Yeah. Listen, like, if it wasn't the Green Bay Packers, I'd be like, I think we can win this game. Like, I really, I really do because I like how we've been playing. But um, at the same time, like, just going up to Lambeau, like you said, the elements are going to be a factor over there, and we have a hard, hard time playing up there. Well, listen. we. So look at me, I'm
1: going to tell it? you this. The game against the Giants, I don't care about that. Yeah. The Giants are garbage. Giants have two wins. The game against the Lions, we're playing a third string quarterback on a short week. I don't care about that either. He was balling.
2: So they, they yeah, Blau. Blau. Yeah.
1: Now, this this Thursday game at home against Dallas, that was where they could have showed me something. And they showed me a little bit. Yeah. That was Matt Nagy's, um, that might be the best game he's ever called.
2: Yeah.
1: It was that good. Yeah. The game plan was that good. Game plan was great. And what really impressed me was how they hung in there. That first drive was, I well, it, it had to like be demoralizing a 20, for twenty five
2: minute drive because yeah. I
1: was at the crib watching it and yeah. I was demoralized. Yeah, it was like like I half was, a quarter, I was sinking in my seat at yeah. the crib yeah. more and more as yeah. they, I'm like, man, for sure, this is a this is a big boy drive yeah. that's going on right here. And then we come down and move it down, and then Mitch throws that. Ridiculous pick. Yeah. I'm like, man, it's the same old shit. And then they bounced back and Mitch had the best game of the year. Maybe the best game he's ever had. But it shows you when they're clicking on the same wavelength, we got some we got some some playmakers and can make some plays
2: on O. In the right situation. Yeah, and that was the right situation. We can't discount the fact that Dallas quit in the second game. Halfway through the second quarter, now Dallas, let me the speak, Cowboys now, Didn't want right. play football. Anymore. Now let
1: me speak out of both sides of my mouth. As good of a game as Nagy called, as good as a, as good of a game as Trubisky played, as good as a win overall that was. Dallas is garbage. Trash. Too. Huffy. You feel me? Trash. Dallas ain't shit either. Coaching is trash. So, yeah. The Giants ain't ain't shit. Detroit ain't shit, and they were, had a third string quarterback. Then we get Dallas at home. Who's also garbage. Yeah. So am I very encouraged? I wouldn't go that far. Do I feel a little better going into the last couple games of the year? Of course.
2: Yeah, and I'm, well, I think also a lot of it has to do with the fact that the bar was set so low. Like, we just wanted them to show some signs of life, you know? We wanted them to show some fight. We wanted them to show some offensive progress. And I think that's probably part of the reason why I sounded so optimistic because that's the last thing I saw was them doing that. Um, But at the same time, once you back up a little bit and you look at the bigger picture like you just said, yeah, three trash teams. Dallas, by record, might not be overly trash, but they're trash. That's not a good football team. They're garbage. Um, The Lions, obviously garbage. The Giants, garbage. Um, Yeah. And, again, like this whole narrative about, like, you know, oh, Trubisky's turned the corner and all that. Nagy have turned the corner. No, they haven't, right? Like my my mind has already been made up on this season, right? My mind is made up on Matt Nagy. My mind is made up on Mitchell Trubisky, and there's not too much that they can do um, to change it. But, you know, at the same time, I don't think Green Bay is that great. You know what I mean? I think they're Aaron Rodgers. I think they're an okay defense. Um, you know, they win some ball games. But they're not some juggernaut that I'm scared of. Again, we just have problems with them. But I, I really feel like people need to pump the brakes. I know we're going to get into this on this Trubisky talk and all that. Don't forget, don't act like you didn't see the first, what, eight games this season, nine games this season, right? This is not a good quarterback. This is not a good offense. Um, you don't just undo those things with three games against three bad teams. I saw more than what I need to see from this guy to let you know that he is not a winning quarterback in the NFL. So everybody needs to pump the brakes. Talking about turning the corner, you don't turn the corner in week twelve of your third NFL season. I agree. Like I'm not, I'm not subscribing to that. I'm not buying it. We said everything's for sale. I'm, that's not for sale. The Mitch Trubisky hype train—you can't sell that to
1: me. I'm good. Would there would there be ever? What would you have to do to 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 start to come around a little bit? Because I don't so I don't to, really know where I'm at right now. I don't think he's a good quarterback. I will say that, but he I can't deny he's been playing well the last few weeks. Well, he's been playing against shitty teams. Yeah, he's been playing
2: against shitty teams, and he got away with a few in that Dallas game. He made some throws that should have been intercepted. He was throwing some shows into some crazy tight windows. Um.
1: But at the same time, what would I need Didn't to see? Didn't look like he just was playing on Thursday? Yeah, he was just playing. He just looked like he was playing. Carefree. He wasn't really thinking. Yeah. He wasn't really doing all so this So what do I need shit. to see?
2: I need to see him finish the season strong. I got to see him start next season strong. Because no matter how he finishes this year, it will not erase how he started this season. There's nothing he can do. There's nothing he can do that's going to make me forget about the missed throws. There's nothing he can do that's going to make me forget about the lack of confidence. Right? There's nothing that he can do that's going un- to wash away what I thought was at- atrocious. Worst starting quarterback in the league first half of the season. So, again, if you're really excited over these three games, you didn't watch the first seven or eight. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you just didn't watch close enough. That's all I can say. Like, you really didn't watch close enough. There were really bad moments in that first part of the season. Like, bad moment. I'm talking overthrows. We just said it. he couldn't throw an interception.
1: I will say this. I don't know if he's always had it in there or he talked to Nagy or what it was. But earlier in the year, if he threw that pick that he did against Dallas in the first quarter, he crumbles. And we get rolled out, and the offense does nothing the rest of the game. He bounced back from that. So I don't know what that confidence or where it came from or what happened or if they had a conversation or Dallas is bad and combined with Nagy calling a really good game, but he bounced back after that. It's called playing
2: a shitty team. All playing a shitty team. I mean, look, this stat that – um, what's his name? Kevin Fishman. Shout out Kevin Fishman. He tweeted this out yesterday. But Mr. Biscay's quarter one through quarter three in four games versus teams in the top half in DVOA and defense. 55% completion percentage, 4.4 yards per attempt, one touchdown, one interception, 65.4 rating. Against teams in the bottom half of the DVOA in the first three quarters, 73% completion, 7.6 yards per attempt, Twelve touchdowns, four interceptions, 108.2 uh, 108.2 QB rating. So he does well against really bad teams.
1: Like he's supposed to.
2: He's yeah, like you're supposed to do. So again, you're not showing me nothing. You're not showing me. You're saying that you when the competition is bad, you rise up. When the competition's good, you shrink and go away.
1: And two of those three games are at home. At home. One's against the third-string quarterback, third quarterback and a bad Detroit Lions team. Another so, one's against Daniel Jones. Yeah. No, right. I, yeah. I'm i with yeah. you. So, everyone can pump the brakes on all this shit. 100%. So, we'll see what happens in Green Bay. Um, We kind of answered where we stand on Mitch Trubisky. I'll, I'll make it – I'll put it officially on Wax. I don't think he'll – I just – I've seen enough, in my opinion – and I, I will say this. I don't think that I've turned too early on Mitch. I think I've seen enough where he's not going to get us to where we want to be. You know what I? You know the situation I don't want to be in is where we hold on to a guy for, like Jameis Winston is an example of just like he's a mediocre guy. And every year they go in there and they're like they they have a hype train where he. He looks like he's not going to turn it over as much. He's not going to do this. He's not going to do that. And they win eight games.
2: I think Bortles is like a better example because he made it to like a second contract. The thing with Jameis is Jameis is still on that rookie deal. And Jameis. All right. But they never, take away, they never moved on uh, from him, though. You but you take I'm away saying? the interceptions, which is I know it's hard to do. Take away the but, interceptions. <laughs> um,
1: he also. <laughs> like,
2: Jameis, Jameis, will also interceptions. Jameis will also touch, tossing yeah. 30 touchdown passes. But, uh, you know, he's Simmons was talking about this the other day. He's going to be the first player in NFL history to join the 30-30 club.
1: With 30 30 30 touchdowns and 30 picks. Yeah. And he's still
2: going to throw for like 4,800 yards or something crazy too. Yeah. I'd take Jameis right now. No.
1: Over Mitch Trubisky? Yeah, maybe over Mitch, but they're both yeah. not very good.
2: No, nah, I'd take Jameis over Mitch Trubisky, They're both though. not yeah, very no, good. Yeah, no, for sure. But, yeah, no, like Jameis, Blake Bortles, one of those situations where you keep holding on to those little glimmers of hope that you see. Right. That's where I'm at, That's too. where I don't want to be. Exactly. Right. I don't want to be like, oh, if we take the good and we just look at the good, like, this could be really great because there's just so much bad. I saw what I needed to see. I saw him miss open receivers for six straight weeks. I don't need to see any more. I don't believe that he can ever take us to where we need to be. I don't think that that's correctable stuff. Again, I told you, like, interceptions I can deal with. I can deal with a young quarterback throwing picks. What I can't deal with is a guy who just cannot hit an open receiver, cannot make the correct reads, can't go through his progressions, can't throw left. Like, those are real things that I don't know if you're necessarily going to correct unless you bring in some QB guru. I get the physical talent, and, like, I think that's what the last three games we've seen, the physical talent. And, again, put him on his feet. I've been saying that since forever. Yeah. Since forever. Why is he not on his feet? That is what he does best. If he has to sit back and drop back and read a defense, he can't do that. He's not a scan the field, make a play type quarterback. He needs to be running. It needs to be broken down a little bit. He just needs to rely on athleticism and instinct. So, again, I've seen enough, man, but I'm not ready to like say, like, oh, we could turn a quarter. Oh, let's build off of this. Yeah. Like, there's nothing to build off.
1: Of. I'll, I'll say this. I would – of course we want to see him continue to improve because I think we're stuck with him. And I think he will be the quarterback at least to start next year. So, I, I'm open to to having him cruise and do his thing in the next couple weeks. Yeah. But – I don't want to fall in this. I, I I don't know how I can explain this any more clear than I've been over the last few years since we started this pod. I I I start to think that as Chicago fans, whether it be Bears, Bulls, Cubs, White Sox, whatever, we fall in this mediocre trap. We're like, he's good. Yeah. Like, well, he's good. He's all right. He's all right. Like, we we're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, no, nah, man. Like. When we brought in Sadoransky, he's a good player. This is the Chicago fucking Bulls. Sadoransky's not going to take us where we want to be. He's a good player. Yeah, Yeah, no doubt. But it's not something we want to be celebrating. Mitch having three good games in a row against bad football teams, it's not something we want to really celebrate. So, like, I'm going to chill on it. Let's see how he closes the year because – As fast as everyone's back, like, okay, he's solid, it could get really ugly these last two. Exactly.
2: And I don't want people to think, like, this isn't something I want to win. I would love to be completely wrong. Right. I would love to look back at this conversation two years from now and Mitch Trubisky's tearing it up. I can just tell you that I don't see it happening. You can either play or you can't play. And he can't play. Is that simple to me. Again, the mistakes that he was making, how he looked, it wasn't me a young quarterback learning the ropes, a young quarterback that's going to get better. These were mistakes of a guy who cannot play the position at a high level in the NFL.
1: This, this is actually a good segue into another thing I got written down here in the notes. We and you both want get up. Shout out our boy Dominique Foxworth. And also, I love Mina Kahn. She's great. She's witty. She's funny. She's knowledgeable. She knows what she's talking about all the time. Shout out, Mina cons, But her and Dom, uh, Dominic Foxworth are on Get Up this morning. Did you see this? I did not see. I watched only the first part of the show. Foxworth named five quarterbacks. That was his best five quarterbacks right now in the league. Can you name five? Then I'll tell them to you and then we can go Wilson, through it. Wilson, Lamar. Yep. Check, check. Kansas
2: City. Oh uh, Patty Patty Mahomes. Yeah. Sean Watson.
1: No, Watson's not on there. Oh man, who am I missing? Um You got Russell Mahomes and Lamar. We need two more.
2: He didn't have Tom on there, did he? No. Kirk? No. I know I know, they're, I know they're obvious. It's killing me right now. I know they're obvious. He had Dak Prescott. Oh, Dak. Fuck out of here. He loves Dak Prescott. He loves Dak, Dak He's Prescott. Bit, he loves Dak Prescott. And
1: the fifth, Brian Tannehill. Oh, yeah. Le- Balling. Relax, bro. By right now, does he Yo. mean like today, like over the he last means, six like, weeks? He's in the league right now. That's, that's kind of like what the question was. Like, who are your top five quarterbacks right now in the NFL? Hey, I'm, haven't he they put, not lost a game I don't since care. they put Tannehill I don't care in the third about position? That. I don't care.
2: Tannehill's putting up numbers. Listen,
1: that boy is not top five in anything. No, what, what, he should never be featured in the top five list of What an night, indictment! Unless he strings a whole season and a half together.
2: What an indictment on how shitty of a coach Adam Gase is, though. Yeah,
1: Adam Gase. He got is. got away.
2: If he got away from Gase, and he started putting up numbers. Vrabel, yeah, they, yeah, Vrabel. levels a fucking linebacker.
1: How bad is Mariota? That team Mariota. looks good. Yeah, they, they look, look really dangerous. good. Yeah, they're dangerous. They can run the ball. They, they, make, run the they ball, don't make they, mistakes. Yeah. They're well-coached. Yeah. They're disciplined. Yeah. And they look like they run, like, I know we, we talked about this before, too. They look different. Like, they like to play with each other. Yeah. They want to run around. They want to play. is
2: that right? You watch
1: the 49ers. Yeah. They look different. Yeah. You watch Baltimore. They look different. Yeah. The Titans aren't on their level, but... They look different. Like Dallas
2: doesn't want to play. They
1: don't. It's just like yeah. It's just there. like whatever. I don't want to those be those other here. squads. They look different, yeah. man. Yeah. As many points were put up in that Saints uh, Niners game. Yeah. It was physical. Yeah. That was a crazy it was game. A crazy game. Like that was that looked like the NFC Championship. Right. Did you catch uh, Ohio State Wisconsin? No, I didn't. Bro, the first half, physical, bro. Right, like it looked different. Yeah, like these, like these other Big Ten teams, like no one, no one else could have been in that spot. Could have
2: been in that game. Yeah. Like
1: they they, 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 those two teams were different. They just bro, different, you know what I yeah. mean? So th- the Titans look good, but. I don't want to hear the Tannehill situation. So back
2: to the top, yeah, the top five. So he has okay. Wow. So his
1: top five is it was the number number one was Russell, yeah, or number one was Lamar, Lamar, number two was Russell, number three was Mahomes, number four was Dak, number five was Tannehill. Why is Dak number four? I think have they lost three straight I games? Think I, I, Foxworth thinks Dallas is being carried as they are by Dak. Like if it wasn't for Dak, they'd be even worse. Type of thing. He I loves that. I disagree. Th-
2: they're... I think they are what they are.
1: Yeah, they're just kind of... I'm getting sick of hearing just, about how talented their roster you know is. Are, like Honestly, you really know what they are, bro? Oh. Honestly? if You really want to know what they are? They're the NFC Cleveland Browns. They have a lot of talent. Coaches coach is shit. A lot of hype. A lot of hype. Yeah. Um, The offensive oh, coordinator oh. who's calling the plays, is Kellen Moore, is very young. Very D- green.
2: Dak is a thousand times better than Big. Barry yeah, Barryfield. no doubt about that. Yeah. But
1: like, they they went and got their GMs. Both went and got a whole bunch of talent. Yeah, and we're like, oh, Jerry Jones is like, oh, this is Super Bowl. Yeah, neither one of them is one. And of it's the just not. They don't have any coaching. Both yeah. squads, it's not gelling like it's supposed to. So what does Jason Garrett do? I don't know.
2: Look, like he's not X's and O's at all. No. He doesn't call plays. No.
1: He doesn't install anything. Doesn't hold. You ever seen? He, he never has anything ne- in his I've hands. I've never seen him with a clipboard. He never talks to anybody. I've never seen him. I've never seen him with a. Does he even wear a headset? I've never seen him do anything.
2: Yeah. He's not talking to the quarterback. Not, not doing anything. He's just there. I think he's just Jerry's guy. He's just there. Yeah, he's a CEO. It's
1: a good gig. Yeah, a
2: great gig. And he'll get another one. 12 crazy years. crazy He's been there 12 years?
1: He's been in Dallas 12 years. It's crazy. They never won shit. It's ridiculous. Never it's really never yeah, everybody Bro, else. You know, you know what it is. I don't know why we don't just say what it is. This is what it is. This is no different than Garpacks putting Boylan in because they need somebody to run and tell what to do. Yeah. Jerry Jones doesn't want to make himself the coach. He, he's
2: not going to put. On so the this head, is yeah. as close yeah. I can yeah. be as close being like the me. coach. Yeah, 100. I'll
1: make Jason Garrett the coach, yep. and I'll tell him what I want and what to do, and this is how I want the team run.
2: And then when it doesn't go right, I can just blame him. Yeah,
1: and I'll just Yeah, exactly yeah, right. That that's exactly what it is. Well, that's why like I was thinking about it. Like,
2: I wouldn't want to go coach there. Like, I mean, I, I grant there's only thirty two NFL head coaching jobs, so someone good is gonna take that job. But it's like, why would you want to go work in that organization and deal with that guy? Like, yeah, he spends money. That's essentially money for what said. Yeah, yeah, he spends money for players to win. Yeah, you're gonna do first class everything, like, yeah, you know, everything's gonna be all about winning, but also the dude's gonna undermine you. You know what I mean? You're not gonna be able to do your thing. I like owners that
1: shut the fuck up.
2: You know what I mean? Like I you're told not a you, I've, person, never, seen shut a, shut
1: I've never seen a GM have a have a post game press conference every game. And yeah, he, every on, every, every a game. GM and has one. It's crazy.
2: They go looking for him. They don't even go look for Jason Garrett. It's like, yeah, what can we talk to Jerry about about today's game?
1: Right. Yeah. Well, Troy Aikman. Let me try to find. Uh, they were talking about Troy Aikman being the GM.
2: I, I don't think they should have Troy Aikman call any more Cowboys games. He might blow a gasket. Like, he can't <laughs> yeah. stand watching the Dallas Cowboys.
1: He does get really upset. He gets
2: really upset. Like, really, really, really mad on the broadcast. Like, you can tell he's still a fan.
1: Yeah, Troy, and I quote Troy Eggman, I believe that it's unlikely that Jerry Jones will ever bring in someone in that, that can help the team in that regard, talking about the GM. He's just not going to give up that slot.
2: Well, oh, he likes that.
1: I know we got off on a little tangent there, but The top five quarterback thing, I agree with Lamar, Russ, um, Mahomes. Call me old school. Call me whatever you want. Aaron Rodgers is still a top five quarterback in the league. So is Drew Brees. And that's it. Yeah. This is what it is.
2: Yeah, I forgot about Brees. Tom has played
1: really, really poorly all year. Right. Um, and it's kind of been like that. And I've been telling you about the Pats for a while now, but you know they won the Super Bowl last year. I can't, you can't argue about that. But th- this is the year that that all that shit's gonna slow yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, again. I, I, so, I told you I'll be the last last person right, off the bench. I can't put
1: him in the top five, and Aaron's been mediocre too. That's another question I got for you. I don't think he's been. Where do you stand on this? Aaron Rodgers is is now mediocre talk. So before it's getting louder and louder. So before
2: you, yeah, before we, I hopped on today and just wanted to look at this. Before he's thrown twenty three touchdowns and two picks, he never turns the ball over ever, and three thousand two hundred sixty yards. Most and they have what ten wins? Yeah, and most most NFL teams would kill for that to be mediocre. Yeah. So is he? I think what it is is you got so used to him doing those crazy ass hail marys and making these ridiculous plays and all what over does the field that to come play like two
1: hundred twenty yards a game.
2: Yeah, that's fine. And you 10 wins, I mean? 23 touchdowns, yeah. two touchdowns, 220 yards, and no chance of turning the ball over. Zero. You'll take that. I'm going to give you guys 14 points. I'm going to get some first downs, and I'm never going to turn the ball over. I'm never going to bring my defense back on the field because of a bad mistake by me. So that's not mediocre. I don't get it. Again, like people are used to him doing I think that's he's, he set his bar so high that he was doing that Superman shit and was, like, clearly the best quarterback in the league. But I don't think that he's mediocre by any stretch of the imagination. I'm still scared of him as an opponent. I still don't want to play against him. If I had the opportunity, I'm still taking him for a year. 23 touchdowns and two interceptions? He's throwing 23 touchdowns. He's going to throw 30 touchdowns this year. Right? How many games are left? Three? Three. So he's conceivably could throw 29 30 touchdowns this year maybe three picks and possibly four thousand yards like yeah it's not the 40 45 touchdown seasons that we're used to but at the same time the team is winning ball games that's all i need him to do win ball games it's pretty straightforward so I i don't again i don't see how that's mediocre
1: I was on Twitter and I was.
2: I wouldn't even call it mediocre. It's I mean, they were. A step down. There's like
1: some. There's some film out there that he's missing open throws. He's stepping up in the pocket. He's not seeing things like he's supposed to be seeing things. I think that's where that comes from. So, what do you mean? What isn't he
2: seeing? He's also been out. I mean, his weapons are his weapons are depleted. Hasn't Devonte Adams been in and out all year?
1: yeah he doesn't have a lot of talent yeah
2: he doesn't have a ton of talent around him I mean I think he's done everything you can I think he's elevated that team I think he's made them better outside of the San Francisco game he's played great so people need to chill with all that they have been
1: struggling against bad teams like they just beat Washington last week yeah they've been struggling a little bit but yeah I he's mean he's playing well
2: It's just you're used to that superhuman shit from him.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. You're not
2: getting that, but he's 36 years old. So, I mean, you know, just pump the brakes a little bit. I would still take him. I'm still I – they're fine. They're fine.
1: He's 11th in the league in passing yards.
2: Great. Where is he in touchdowns? Top 10?
1: Let's see. They need to have this shit where you can click on it and it, like, sorts itself, but – yeah, look it up for me. But he's still that guy. I'm still Yeah, he's just a different dude. Yeah,
2: I'm 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 not I'm not I'm not signing up for that.
1: All right, let's move on before we move on to the Bulls in this Zenny event. Roquan's out. How massive is that?
2: Big because Trevathan's out too. Yay. So you're down to your two backup inside linebackers. It's one thing to replace one when you're replacing two. I mean, you're going to the the, the bottom of the depth chart
1: well it's just like you it's harder to cover up now. yeah exactly you could cover like all, defense you could cover up some things yeah if you're supremely talented like we are in some other areas you can cover up Akeem Hicks is coming back but, yeah that's big he I, I have this I have this feeling that people in Chicago think Akeem Hicks is going to come back and have three sacks and that's four not, that's for not loss. what he does and well no but I'm saying I mean, he like, does
2: that but like he
1: He's been out. Yeah, he's six been or out seven. What eight weeks? Eight weeks. Yeah, he's been out like, since he's London. He's been out eight weeks. <coughs> so, I'm I'm nervous for the D with Roquan being out and Akeem is gonna need a little bit of time to get back. Yeah. acclimated, right? Yeah. What kind of
2: shape is he in? I mean, like, right. Yeah, yeah. So that's
1: a big loss for us. Give me a final score in Green Bay. The over under is forty.
2: No, I. Uh, Everybody's
1: saying low scoring, what, 2014
2: 20, Packers, that's what you think? 24-16. 24-16? Pack. Yep, we hit the 40 right. It's going to be a push on that over-under. 24-16.
1: D's not giving up 24 points. I can guarantee you that. Our defense isn't
2: giving up 24? No. Okay. 24-16, Pack. No. Yep. Three touchdowns and a field goal for them, touchdown and three field goals for us.
1: No. 24 like 16. That. I'll go. I'm gonna go 21 20 Bears.
2: Oh wow, you got it close. Oh wow.
1: Bears W. 21 20 Bears. In Lambeau. In Lambeau. It's time. Maybe maybe 2120 is two round. Because we we're definitely gonna kick a field goal at some point. Yeah. So maybe. Well 2120 would be two touchdowns, two field goals. Oh,
2: no, 21 for us. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah. Uh, we'll probably kick it. We might miss it. Let's do 20. 20. 20. 20, 20. All right. What did I have? 21, 16? Yeah, twenty one, sixteen. Yeah. twenty three, twenty Bears. All right. 20, let's get it. Twenty one, sixteen 16 pack. All right, well, no, it would I'd, be nice to go up there and get a win. All man. right. 24 16. I'm sorry. I just. Now that, I mean, I don't think we're going to make the playoffs or make any noise. So, you know how it's like, as long as we beat Green Bay, it's a successful season? Yeah. Like, that's kind of where we're at right now. I really don't like them.
2: I hate the Vikings more than I hate the Packers. Do you? Yeah. Why? I just hate the Vikings. I've, 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 it's it's been going on for like a few
1: years. You know why I'm the exact opposite? I hate hate them. Because of those Randall Cunningham, Dante Culpepper, Uh, Randy Randy Boss. Yeah, of course. So, I've always had. Shout out Wade John Rest. Randall. Yeah. Shout out John Randall. John Randall was a monster, boy.
2: Yeah. Shout the out black. 93. Like, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Monster. John Randall was a beast. Did, did you ever watch the John Randall football life? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh. You like a football life? You know a football? Yeah, oh, yeah. Incredible. Incredible.
1: Shout out. How come he was John, always talking how shit. How come Randall didn't get a, a TV spot?
2: I don't know. You know he's a little dude too. He's tiny. He was undrafted. Yeah, yeah. Randall should have got a TV watch spot. Watch that Randall football life. Dude is crazy.
1: Shout out John Randall. 93. 93. A problem for a long time. Long problem. Long time problem. Yo, and that was back in the day when, like, you draft. They, like, when you got drafted in the division and you were a beast, you were there forever. Forever. Like, we dealt with that guy forever. Forever. Barry Sanders, we dealt with him forever. Forever. Brett Favre, we dealt with him forever. Forever. Like, Reggie White, we dealt with him forever. They forever. were just always there. They long never time. left. Long Like, time. at least nowadays, more times than not, like, people get moved. You never know, like
2: Charlie what? Batch, dealt with them forever. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out Charlie Batch. Bro.
1: Back in the day, used to deal with dudes for like eight, nine years yeah. in a row. Yeah, like yo, enough of this guy, bro. Yeah, Chris Carter, please. When dealt is this guy them, gonna for, retire? get this guy, guy out of here, yeah. bro? <laughs> like, yeah. what is yo? Have we ever had a guy where the other team was like, man, when is this guy gonna retire? Think about recently, besides like Walter Baton. Uh Maybe Erlacher? Yeah, on defense. Yeah, yeah it's man. like, man, they they still got Erlacher running around like Maybe this guy. Forte man. at some point. Uh, I don't know. Y'all know how well, you, you, you feel not. about Matt Forte. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Forte. Hey, you want to know who doesn't have CTE? Matt Forte. Matt Forte. Wasn't taking no hits. Bro, what? Matt Forte <laughs> got... Every, yo, Matt Forte can play right now. Man. Like, no funny shit. You're not hurt. No, Matt no, Forte wasn't no bumps taking or bruises. no extra hits,
2: bro. Like, man, y'all talking about all this pain. I can't relate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't relate to, you know that, to t- remember, that, You know who else used to never... You know who
2: used to also not to ever take contact? Remember Sean Alexander? Yeah. Won the MVP. Yo. Year, yeah. Never... I don't know if he ever got tackled. Wow. One of... Ran out of bounds. He was such a cornball. He was and super boring, cornball. But he
1: was a really good running back. Man. Extra corny. 37. Him and Hasselbeck, it, this corny ass squad. The corny ass squad. Super
2: corny Seattle shoot. squad. Always. Who did they lose that Super Bowl to?
1: Pittsburgh, I think. Yeah. No, same,
2: uh, I thought it was. Was it Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh? It was. Oh, yeah, it was Roethlisberger's first one, yeah, wasn't Pittsburgh, it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Like Randall L. on them boys.
1: Yeah, Antoine Randall L. Antoine
2: Randall L. Quarterback,
1: University of Indiana, and a Hoosier,
2: Hoosier, yeah, uh, big, bro. big time Hoosier. Randall, who else on the squad? Oh, my man's Heinz uh, Ward, Heinz Ward, monster. That was Tough. one of the.
1: That was one of the guys. If you're in the AFC North, <laughs> hey, forever. Enough. Never of this yet. guy, never bro. Retired. Yeah, please, Jerome Bettis. When does this guy retire? Jerome Bettis leave? played like twenty years. <laughs> you're a Bengals fan, like yeah. dude. Remember
2: at the end of his career, God. Jerome Bettis, they just put him in a short yardage. You just punish people, but dude, it, that punish was it. people. It's huge, dude, The when bus.
1: heinz Ward gonna retire, man. Enough. Top
2: nickname, the bus.
1: Yeah, the bus Bettis—he was bus. a beast. He was a monster, boy. But yeah, man, that was why I always, I always had love for Minnesota. Cause you know me, I'm a players guy. Yeah. So like, I, I, I guess I liked your team if I like some of your players. So I, I guess I rock with you. But yeah, I always had the softer side of me in for Minnesota. Like they're, I hate Detroit and Green Bay way more than I hate Minnesota. I guess it's
2: more like recently I hate the Vikings. I mean, obviously I hate Kirk Cousins, but even before Kirk Cousins, like I just hate the Vikings.
1: Yo, isn't it funny that Tampa Bay used to be in our division? I, yeah. Like, that's like completely erased from yeah, my when they
2: first, uh, Yeah, when they first, yeah. We had deal with Warren Sapp.
1: Yeah, Warren Sapp. <laughs> Sapp can't, can't catch
2: me. He too slow. You know, man. Commercial that, uh, who was that, that Tracy Morgan was doing the NFL commercial uh-uh. yeah it was for like the Dreamcast oh, man. Uh, game. was a monster Zap can't too. catch me he too slow what an athlete yeah monster terrible human being monster
1: <laughs> who else on the Bears were the other teams in the NFC North like when are we when is this guy leaving Maybe Devin Hester. See, I don't even think Urlacher
2: gave you. Pro- Urlacher was like sound, but it wasn't like, oh man, we fear Brian. He's gonna, he's gonna get to the quarterback and disrupt everything we're doing. It's just like he was just making plays. I don't know. T- Peanut Tillman. When
1: is this? What is this guy gonna gonna done?
2: Leave? When is he done? This guy is. He's just taking he, the ball from us every time. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> this guy makes yeah. too much havoc. He wreaks too much, he's get a problem. Rid, when is we this guy going to get traded? We can't even get tackled around this guy. because Trade he's gonna this the ball man, of please. Get rid of
2: this guy. Out, out of here.
1: Who's another guy in the
2: division? That's the problem with the Bears. We don't have those guys. Yeah. We just don't have those. Calvin Johnson. I'm happy to see him go.
1: Yeah, that's why it's so <laughs> sick. I love to see him go. That's why it was so sick cuz it was like when is this guy Brett Favre going to leave? And he's finally gone. And Great. And then Aaron Rodgers. And then it's fo- this motherfucker is followed by Aaron Rodgers. I got,
2: it's sickening. I got a perfect example of it. Everybody in the NFC South, Steve Smith.
1: When is when, this when guy going to leave? Gone.
2: When is he gone? Get him out and of just here. Talk shit. Plays hard, bothers us. Get yet. him out of here. Out bro. Of he's here. a nuisance. Get him out of here. He's a problem. We don't want to play. Ed Reed, anymore. get him get out, him out, of, out here, of here, bro. He's a nuisance. Oh, I got a good one for you. I got a really good one. AFC East, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> That's the ultimate. Bro, hey, yo, get this guy fan base out of here, there. bro. It's like, yo, we just stopped. Get him out of here, fan, please. If you a if a are fan, if a are fan, if a Bills a are a who's the other a in that division? a Dolphins fan. Dolph- you're just like, we're just done with this. Could can you imagine, like, being a fan of those teams and just knowing there's a 0.0% chance they're going to win that division? Yeah. Every year. Every year. They have you have no chance. To win the division. Even this year when they're down, it's like getting – but you guys still don't have a chance. Yeah, no. Buffalo maybe could win the division this year, but it's like – probably not.
1: Yeah, no. It's like
2: – It's like yeah. the best we can hope for is the wild card until this guy retires. For sure. Like, every time we see 12 back there, we're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. You
1: know. That's it.
2: And those are the games he really doesn't worry about, those divisional games. Like, oh yeah, I can beat the Dolphins one one arm.
1: Don't yeah. worry about that
2: shit. Go up in there. It's not a problem. <laughs> Ain't no problem. Josh Allen's not a problem. Ain't no problem. It's problem. <laughs> on on the
1: buffalo. Yeah, we're on the buffalo. Yeah. Speaking of that, yo, I watched that uh Belichick Saban The Art of Coaching, HBO. HBO does it again. It's
2: great. Shut out HBO, man. Man, they always put the out the home, heat. The home box office is always putting out the heat. They always heat.
1: put out the heat. I like that segment. Get them out of here, bro. i trying to think if I have one more before we move over to the Bulls. I got Yeah, Chris Carter, no, just Barry Sanders. They just killed you for years. Yeah, they just would kill us forever. John Randall, Reggie White. Um, Anybody else? I feel like we're missing a big one. All right, we'll we'll leave it there.
2: Yeah, if I think of somebody, I might throw I might throw you it
1: out. Just jump in. Yeah, in. Yeah, 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 Robert yeah. Smith. Yeah. Um Bulls blow out Atlanta last night. Atlanta. We're gonna talk about that game and then we're gonna talk about the Zenny event. Really quick before we get to the Zenny event. Atlanta ha- is the worst defensive team I've ever seen Terrible. in my whole life. I you you thought the Bulls were bad at defense, the Atlanta Hawks are the worst defensive team I've ever seen, and they might be the worst defensive team in league history. I think I can right give Trey today. Young
2: a bucket right now.
1: He would let you. <laughs> he had no problem <laughs> he letting he you go by that, that Matador. Defense. Scores thirty, gives up fifty. Yeah, like no doubt. Yeah. Um, but want to start off the segment? We went to the Bulls. Time Zenny framing the future event. Southside Chicago. Fosco Park. Really good event. Shaq Harrison was there. Wendell Carter Jr. was there. Zenny's doing some school awesome uh, cool stuff with the community. Definitely. Trying to show that even if you don't wear glasses, I think their biggest thing. And Zenny's the official uh, eyewear and jersey sponsor of the Chicago Bulls. Definitely. They obviously sell glasses and they want to make it very apparent that they sell affordable prescription eyewear, but also want to make it clear to kids and parents that don't wear glasses. If you're worried about your kids having too much screen time, affecting their eyes there's glasses to cover you up for that as yep. well um we spoke with sean who was the rep for zenny uh at the event oh, super informative brand manager yeah. yeah good guy yeah for sure, good man. guy good solid dude and it was um yeah it was interesting he had some really good points about the company and how they came to be a part of being the jersey sponsor for the Chicago Bulls I'm going to chop up that audio and we'll put it on on this episode but what did you think of the event? I thought it was awesome.
2: Man. I think what they're trying to do is pretty cool, too. You know, obviously, Zinni, I forget where you said the company was based out of, but it was uh, the not. The in San Francisco. In San Francisco. So it's yeah. not a Chicago-based company, but they they really thought that the Bulls would be a great opportunity for them as far as a brand to partner with. You know, I talked about how the Bulls are one of the few international franchises, which is obviously, you know, carryover from the Jordan days and everything like that. But it's yeah, they're marquee pretty much. city marquee Yeah, they're getting sense. glasses into the hands of, the, you know, kids all throughout the city you know helping a lot of the underprivileged kids and things like that you know helping them out with glasses we cruised around the website a little bit actually some nice stuff on there they got frames starting at what seven bucks seven bucks eight um, bucks yeah, yeah seven low. eight bucks for the low and then obviously spent a little bit more money might get something a little bit nicer but overall the event was cool man Wendell Carter Jr. was there Shaq Harrison was there Archie was supposed to be there but he didn't make it um yeah. but yeah it was real cool Archie might have been He's watching Arch show. was Him breaking tips film with Boylan, bro. Yeah, That's that tips. <laughs> it boiling. Um, hey man, He's at Boylan Cribs. But cool event overall, man. The kids seemed like they really enjoyed it. Shout out Benny the Bull. Benny the there. Bull. Yo, Benny the Bull read Benny his the new book. Bull is a superstar. Superstar.
1: I, honestly, right now, man, If you if you walked like three superstars, say Chris Bryant was walking down the street, Benny the Bull was walking down the street, and Khalil Mack was walking down the street. Benny the Bull would just would get just as much love as the other two did. Well, we saw it tonight, without I mean, a doubt.
2: Yeah, and like you know, obviously you know Carter's Carter's a marquee player, but Harrison's not. But like he got a bigger Benny the Bull got a bigger reception than the actual Bulls players that were there.
1: Shaq and Wendell Carter Jr. were interacting with the kids. Yeah, the biggest star by far.
2: Everybody wanted a picture with Benny.
1: Everyone wants to kick it with yeah. Benny the Bull. It's yeah. not even close.
2: Not even close.
1: I I think I saw. Benny take 50 pictures, when Dell took like two or three. Yeah. Straight like that.
2: Shaq Harrison just asked us where the bathroom
1: was. (laughs) Shout out Shaq, though. We talked to him for a second. He's like, where's the the bathroom at? I'm like, "Bro, Yeah, we told him to keep grinding. Shaq Shaq was on on his thing, man. He's trying to make it happen. But yeah, Benny the Bulls are superstars. Jenny's doing great things. If you haven't checked out uh, com, make sure you check them out, for official sure. sportswear, eyewear. am
2: to grab you. me a new set of frames. Yeah, for real. Yeah.
1: For real. Check them out. They're doing good things. Where are we at with the Bulls right now? And more specifically, Zach Levine. He—can uh, I, I start, actually? Yeah. He is your standard, very talented, can get a bucket guy when the pressure's off and you're playing the Atlanta Hawks at home in the middle of the week. He will give you 30, no problem. Friday night against the Bucks in Milwaukee? He's not going to come up too big for you. That's how I see Zach Levine.
2: See, I don't I don't quite see him like that. I mean, I but understand you know what, what you're saying? getting at. Yeah, no, I understand 100% what you mean, like what you're trying to say. Um,
1: he, hits a, I don't he, think he has he's, a crazy ending in Charlotte. Yeah, he had the Charlotte hits a bunch shit. I don't, I don't think Charlotte. he shrinks
2: from the moment at all or anything like that. Like, nothing matter who he's playing. But obviously, against inferior teams, like, he's really going to shine. Because, like you said, he's immensely talented. I would go as far as that he's the type of guy – who is crazy talented on the basketball court, athletically, skill-wise, everything like that, but does not make anybody better. And in situational basketball where he needs to make the right play, more often than not, he He just doesn't. You know what I mean? So I think that, you know, physically everything like that, he's all there. But when you start talking about making teammates better and making the right play at the right moment in those crucial moments, that's where he really falls up short and we keep
1: seeing it. And that kind of complements what I was saying because those are the times against better teams when we see his flaws. Are, his flaws are very magnified in big time situations sure. and in bigger games against better well, squads. And I think part That's of it, it, what it the is.
2: reason it also looks worse this year is that he there's no help this year. No one else on that team can get a bucket. Look, your your number two option, who's supposed to be Lori Marketing, is non-existent. Your number three option, Otto Porter Jr., hasn't played in forever and won't be playing anytime soon. Kobe White can come. Kobe White's not scared, right? But I mean, I think Eder said bench. Eder said it best. Kobe Bright plays like an asshole. Like he, he does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um
1: He would yeah, he'd be a tough guy to play with. He'd be with. a
2: tough guy to play with. Um so I think a lot of it is Zach kind of looking look at that situation and saying, I have nobody else here who can even get this bucket. I could give it to Laurie and he could have a six foot four guy on him to the basket, and he's still going to pass it off. So I think, you know, part of it is Zach just playing hero ball because he feels like he has to, but he doesn't make his teammates better, and, like, that's, that's the difference. Like, when you watch – you, if you were just to look at a stat sheet, right, you'd be like, well, well, Zach Levine's one of the better players in basketball, right? Like, he averages 22 points a game, all that stuff. But when you watch the game, he just doesn't make the right decision at the right time.
1: He would just be a really, really good number two or three guy on the squad. He's not gonna get get us where we want to go. Being the number one. one, he can't be the number one. He can't be a number one. And it's we, we
2: tried it. Hey, we rolled the dice on it. Gave it a year and a half, two, two and a half years. You know, it's all good. He just can't. He cannot be the number one on a winning team.
1: Simple. And that's not like I. I don't want that to sound like a knock. Yeah. That's literally how many guys is that in the league? Seven. Maybe. 10. True number
2: one, like, yeah, makes us better number one. Not that many.
1: You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's not a knock.
2: I mean, Paul George is a great player. Can't be a number one in on the best not a number team. one. That's it. Yeah. For different reasons than Zach, but, yeah, it just is what it is. It's not a bad evaluation. I think Zach could be a great number three. Because when he's having his knife, like he can, if you he can you fill put, it up.
1: If you put uh if you move, like, KCP or someone off of, and like, if you put him in LA, obviously, like, a perfect situation, Yeah, he would be an animal. But, right. yeah, and I mean, where do you, how do you feel about the whole quote where, like, I want to be a superstar? Like, I, I work my ass off to be a well, superstar. Well, that's what I'm saying.
2: I don't think any of it's him. Like, again, he's not shrinking from the moment. I don't think it's a mental thing where, like, he doesn't have the makeup to be that guy. He's just not there. It's just not – he He just doesn't it, – inherently it's just not there. I think he works hard. I think he says all the yeah, right things. Yeah, I agree. I'm sure that dude is in the gym all the time. I'm sure that dude wants to be a leader. I don't think he's a bad guy at all. I don't think you'd find teammates saying like, oh, Zach doesn't do this, Zach doesn't do that. I think he's a smart kid. He just – there's a difference between those guys. There's the guys who can score 30 and you're guaranteed to get a W anytime they do it. And then there's the guys who can score 30. It's a toss-up about whether or not you're going to win. He And it's a fine line between those guys, man. Again, it, it, it's a very fine line between Rudy Gay and fucking, I don't know, someone else in that same ilk. You know what I mean? Like We're like, yeah, Rudy Gay can get you a ton of buckets and all that stuff, but it's not necessarily winning basketball. Like, Zach's isn't winning basketball. It's a lot of hero ball. So the flip side of it is what? He's 23, 24? He's still really young, but I don't know if that, the, what is
1: his year six?
2: Yeah, I don't know if that's something he's gonna learn, like to become a winner as the number one guy. But I, I don't think we can discount the fact that everything else around him failed this year. Like this coaching staff has failed to develop this talent. Right? Auto auto porter is unavailable. Lloyd marketing is literally getting worse every week. You know what I mean? There's no other options. You, you, you. Archie is playing 35 minutes some nights. You don't have any wing players, so Zach's putting it all on his back, and I don't. He's just not that. Type he's of playing player.
1: a ton of minutes.
2: A ton of minutes.
1: He's playing like 35 36 like, minutes a minutes. That's game. why the
2: defense stuff. I'm kind of like, look, man. He's carrying such a load on offense that, like, I'm. I kind of look past his defense.
1: Yeah. No. Absolutely. And. <laughs> Our team is it's in the, the whole. The, the, we're just <laughs> this is just what it is, bro. It is what it is. It bro. is what it is, bro. Like Wendell has been playing well. Lori, how long? Like is Lori? Have we seen it? Like what it is?
2: I his is the one that's more of a. It's it's odd. Who who regresses like this in year three? He's become less assertive. He was just
1: never assertive.
2: Now he's, yeah, right. Now he's just not assertive at all. Yeah. I mean, I watch the guy pass up open looks down low all the time. Um, His shot's not falling, and he disappears for halves of the game. Like, Laurie, it's crazy. I think it happened the other night. He had a great first half and then had, what, like two in the second half? And it, like, keeps happening with him. So he disappears for long stretches of the basketball game, and then Boylan doesn't even feel the confidence half the time to even play him in the fourth. That's
1: crazy. Yeah, that is true.
2: That's crazy. The confidence. And we've been on Boylan like all year, but I don't I can't necessarily knock him. If you got a guy, Lori's job is to score. And if he's not looking to score and dominate, he doesn't have any business being out there. He's not a good defender. I get the Bulls have rebounding problems, but he's not like Drummond out there. You know what I mean? So it's not like oh, we need to leave him out there for rebounding. If he's not looking to score, if he's not looking to take over, if he's not looking to be number two, or a, a, an alternate between two and one, you don't need him. So I don't, I don't knock him for that. Um, but it, it's crazy.
1: But this also might be who he is. Yeah, I think that's, that's what I was yeah. getting at. Like, are we? Uh, this is kind of this might just be like yeah, he's just a passive guy. And even if his shooting percentages come up, he might just be 17, 18, 19 points a game, and that's
2: it. You know, I never I on, never on, saw
1: on shots, he's he's not
2: creating. And I never saw a number one potential out of him. Even when people did, I never saw a number one potential out of this guy. I never saw no Nowitzki comparison or nothing like that. Nowitzki and those type of dudes, Nowitzki was a dog. Lori well, don't got that dog in him.
1: The thing about that stuff is you have to be all I think the dog. Being a dog, aka, is meaning is is a is a slang for I'm just assertive and I go get it. Yeah, I go hard, and he just doesn't have that. Like, yeah. this is not part of. This is not what he is. We play the Bulls play uh, the Hornets on Friday, then at home against the Clippers on Saturday, and then at the Thunder on Monday. Oh, by the way. So we're talking about the Bulls, the United Center. We – I'm not going to take credit for that, me and you both. We talked about oh, those pictures. people got to stop showing up. 14,000. People aren't showing up. That's a problem for Gar packs and them. And I think those tickets are sold. People just
2: aren't coming to games that they bought tickets for. So you're seeing it on those on those concession receipts, on those beer sales – on those parking lots, yeah, you know what I mean. You know when you're really gonna start to feel it. Renewals. Season ticket holders are probably like, why? Why am I gonna spend four or five yeah, thousand dollars? I this?
1: never understood. Yeah. Like, what would drive you to get season tickets for the Chicago Bulls to see so the other teams?
2: Have, so that you already have them if they turn good.
1: Yeah, I mean, but remember
2: they they always still always talk about their 13 year wait list for season tickets that they had in the 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, whatever.
1: Yeah, well, was. that was true.
2: But that, I think this year like that's that some of those attendance those pictures and the numbers, I mean, you're only what like 600 off the lowest attended game ever at the United Center. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah, that's that's bad. And it's, it ain't going to get easier cuz it's winter now. Yeah, it's, so are
1: really young and then
2: it's a long walk down madison once you park in the people's yeah, lot
1: it is people's yeah. park shout out people's Parkin. shout out people parking bro. people's
2: parking got long bread but uh fimball,
1: fimball, finball uh, cheaper than the Some uc right they next to run. the lot yeah that was crazy remember that yeah <laughs> one uh, was they undercut yeah i can't believe they let them do that
2: yeah right next to each other
1: they undercutting them right next to the lot so like yeah, that walk becomes
2: a little bit longer. The whole pro, you know, when you really when it's cold, like the thought of doing shit, it's like, do I really want to do this? Like you start thinking about the time spent well, outside. The whole thing, the money. It's like and the yeah, thing, the money. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Do I want to go buy a nine dollar beer over there? You know what I mean? Do I yeah. want to get a seven dollar polish? Like, mm. do I want to pay twenty for parking? Like I'm fifty dollars to go do what? Yeah. Okay. Nah.
1: And it's twenty degrees, and they're playing in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm good. Mm. I yeah. gotta get up early. Anyway. I'll go. Do, I'll go do something else. <laughs>
2: So, like, yeah, they're going to start feeling it on that shit with their renewals. But you said something interesting, man. You were kind of – you were like, that's just who we are, right? Which leads me to my first question. So put together a couple NBA questions for you that I wanted to get into today. Um, And my first one was saying is what situations, right, are worse than the Bulls? I mean, if you could be – if you're a fan, right? And if you're like, man, I got the Bulls. The situation is terrible. We look at it like it's the worst situation, but we know that it's not the worst situation. Are there any situations outside of the Knicks that are worse than the Bulls? The only one I can think of is the Knicks. And you can even say, if you think the Knicks are in a better situation, go have at it, but.
1: The only other franchise that is in worse shape than the Bulls is the Knicks. You think that's it? Maybe Cleveland. There's no other franchise. Yeah. Atlanta. This is this is okay, and let me explain why I say that. Yeah. You. The reason we're in worse shape is because you can compare us to the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Atlanta Hawks. This is the Bulls. The Hawks have been shit since they were since forever. They had Dominique. Shout out, Neek. Shout out, Neek and Matumbo, Steve Smith. Human highlight film. But like, no nah, man, we're we're in the same barrel as those guys.
2: So you would rather be a Hawks you'd rather be involved with the Hawks situation than the Bulls situation? I'm
1: talking purely basketball. I mean, they're pretty similar. Atlanta's really bad, man. Like I said. Would you would you rather be building around Trey Young and John
2: Collins? or Laurie Markkinen, and Wendell Carter and Kobe White.
1: And what's my guy's name from uh Virginia?
2: DeAndre Hunter? Yeah, he's good too. Yeah. Um Not Cam Reddish the hey n- He's really bad at basketball. Yo, what's up with that? He, he's trash. He's just not good. Eli was on that early. Eli was on it like halfway through he last was like, year. Bro. He's like, he's like, this dude is trash. That's yeah. garbage, he's man.
1: Garbage. Like, don't. He like, has been on that for like a, a better part of a year. Forever, he's like, this yeah. dude is really garbage. Don't don't believe the yeah, hype. Don't bro. believe any hype on like, camera. Like, there's a reason why uh, Zion and them didn't rock with him like yeah, that. Yeah, he's not like, good. He's tough.
2: He's super tough.
1: Um, I mean, we're splitting <laughs> we're we're splitting straws, but yeah, the Knicks for sure. The Knicks Knicks aren't really bad. The Knicks is
2: the really, and that was going to be my next question or another question that kind of had it with that Knicks thing is or more of a statement. Stop talking to me about the allure of playing for the Knicks, the allure of playing at the garden and what that's supposed to mean. There is zero allure of playing for the Knicks. There's zero allure to playing in Madison square garden. There's zero allure to working for James Dolan. I don't, I, in my lifetime, I cannot tell you when the Knicks were good. Maybe back in the day with Ewing. I, they ever yeah, won a Starks. championship since 90s. the 70s. Big 90s. They, they won a the championship in the 70s, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, in my lifetime, they have never been consistently good. They've never been a – I don't I don't. I don't get the Knicks hype. And I, I get that it's New York and all that. But, like, I just don't get the Knicks hype. It's not like the Yankees to me where it's like, hey, if the Yankees were bad for 15 years, I'd still want to go play there because the, the Yankees. I don't you, get it. If you, you, you live there, like, yeah. Yeah.
1: If you feel like that, and we're in our early 30s, what are the people in the generation below? Yeah, the 20-year-old. Yeah, like, the Knicks. I'm going a fuck. Yeah. Fuck the Garden. If I
2: want to go to New York, I can fly there. Fuck the Garden yeah. and the Knicks. Yeah, and the Knicks. <laughs> yeah. Zero. Yeah, yeah I really Like, I don't yeah. give a fuck about none of that. So, yeah, that allure. Like, oh, if you could win. I remember talking about that. You could win there. It's like the greatest. It's like, no one's even thinking about that.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's that far away it's
2: that far away what
1: they what they mean with that is like if you do get a contender in new york sure. like yeah but
2: there's so much that has to it, it, it their situation is so bad like they i don't i don't i just i don't get it but the allure thing and like the way that they talk about it it's like oh everybody should be lining up every year it's like well they're gonna go play for the knicks they're gonna go play for the knicks half these dudes don't even take a visit
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: You know what I mean? Like you never did, thought about playing for the they didn't, they didn't, not even a chance.
1: And it doesn't help that you have another franchise that is hip and cool and Brooklyn. Yeah,
2: Brooklyn sounds a lot cooler to me.
1: And you're in New York still. Yeah. So yeah. No so, the, it's,
2: so in your eyes the Bulls are in the second worst situation in the NBA as far as the rebuilds, as far as everything.
1: No, they're they're ahead of we have more talent than Atlanta, Cleveland, the Knicks.
2: I think Cleveland would be the one that's in a worse situation. I feel Memphis. like Cleveland, Cleveland's bad years have gotten him Darius Garland and Colin Sexton, and I don't think you could build around that at all. Yeah, I think
1: Atlanta. There's a blueprint. Let me back up. You can get a couple of players for Trey Young. You and they figure can out be a the problem. type of players to put around because he's Young. a real star, bro.
2: Yeah, he can. Offensively, he's a star. Yeah, he's going to average over 30 points a game for his entire career. He like, distributes.
1: Yeah. Very well. Yeah. If plays you, hard, if, yeah. If you could get some guys, get them some, get some defensive, guys some guys, guys who can, can play D, yeah. Get them some
2: guys who can play D and get out the way, and that's kind of what will be the philosophy. So I think you can win there, Collins. I think that Collins suspension has been huge for them. Um, so I think they have a path, but yeah, I think when you look at it, the Bulls and the Knicks, are, are, are probably in the worst situation. I mean, yeah, they're at
1: the bottom of the barrel, no doubt.
2: Yeah. So the Bulls are in the second worst situation. Think about me, in that, your opinion.
1: It's it's that bad. It's
2: sad. People, let us know how you guys feel about that because I'd be interested to see what people say. Yeah, and if you want to
1: argue about, well, we're not in the worst situation in Cleveland, like, all right, the fact that we even, that's even a conversation is the problem. Yeah. The fact that we even have to compare us to Cleveland, who's 5-19, Atlanta, who we just beat by 30, and is 6-19, the fact that that's even a question is ridiculous. The Uh, Dude, the worst team in the West is New Orleans and, and Memphis. Golden State New doesn't Orleans. even count. You would much rather be Memphis.
2: Yeah. With Jaron Jackson and John ja Morant. Yeah. You would much rather be New Orleans.
1: Yeah, ho- hopefully Zion knees are working.
2: You would much rather be Golden State. Yeah, of course. You. I got one. Would you rather be the Washington Wizards? Yeah, because they Zach still owe, they still owe John Wall like a half a billion dollars. Yeah, that is
1: true. <laughs> that, like overall, moving forward, that is a really, really bad spot. But Charlotte. Splitting hairs. I mean, the thing is th- we would be a lot better if we got a new coach, too, like we're talking about right now today with Jim Boylan running these guys. We're in a really bad situation. One of the worst in the league. Period. Okay. What's the next question? Next question. So everybody knows about
2: the James Harden dunk situation um a couple weeks back. Big deal. Rockets went back tried to protest it. At one point they were trying to get them to replay the final 7 minutes and 50 cent uh 7 minutes and 50 seconds of that game. Mind you, the Rockets were up 16 when he missed that dunk, quote-unquote. So, I mean, obviously, that missing that isn't going to be the catalyst that led them to lose the game. But my question is this, because the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, man, the Rockets are super petty for trying to get them to replay. Let's just move on. I'm asking you, because you're an opinionated guy. Are the Rockets petty? Ludicrous. Super petty? Super petty. I'm surprised. I didn't know where you were going to land on this. No, no, listen.
1: This is where I land on it. And let's talk about this. I know this is old news now but it doesn't matter. Between the officiating I see in the NFL oh. in the NBA that to be honest, I think the NBA officiating is pretty good. I don't know how you miss a dunk going through the fucking basket. Harden didn't help them by like running after the ball yeah, like he didn't put it in. This? Yeah. yeah. But there's some stuff that we shouldn't be missing, right? That's one of them. But, dog, you can't protest a game when you have the lead and there was, like, nine minutes left.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. You Eight know minutes, what can yeah.
1: cha- You know what can change? Like, no, nah, bro. Yeah.
2: It's not like it was at the buzzer or yeah. some shit like that. Yeah. No way.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, no, nah, that's that was ridiculous.
2: Super petty.
1: Where are you at with this? Uh, James Harden doesn't trust Russ Talk. Did you hear that too? Nah. Jason Williams, former Duke Blue Devil, Bulls number two pick, was watching the game last night. I
2: love how you always got to clarify which Jay Williams. Yeah, Jay Williams. There's Jay Williams shot his driver. Yeah,
1: Jay <laughs> Williams. There's white chocolate Jay Williams. <laughs> There's Will. always a lot of Jay Williams. <laughs> There's a lot of Jay Williams. Yeah. Um,. There was a possession last night where James Harden looked like he didn't want to pass the ball to Russ. Russ was calling for it to shoot a three. He eventually gave that's it That's why to he him. didn't
2: want to pass it to Russ, because Russ was trying to shoot a three.
1: No, right. But that's, that was kind of where it's at. Yeah. And he was saying that trust factor is going to come into play when we get down toward the playoffs. and That's what Russ said? Or James you know, that's said? What, that's what Jason Williams said. Oh. Yeah.
2: Isn't Russell Westbrook statistically the worst high-volume three-point shooter in NBA history? Yeah, I believe so. So, no no wonder he doesn't trust him. He's sick of seeing him right. clank them motherfuckers. Yeah, he probably doesn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's probably like, dude, drive and kick. That's what you need to be doing. It's human nature, bro. Yeah, stop shooting threes. Just Stop. <laughs> You shoot, like, you shoot like 28% on 12 threes a game. Like, it's crazy. Yo, it's,
1: so, it's, it's so funny with just human beings in general. You know the right thing to do, and you just You just keep doing it. Do
2: it. You just keep shooting threes.
1: <laughs> like, he shoots like
2: 10 a game, too. Yo, that's bro. A crazy you thing. can't
1: shoot threes. It's not your it's, game. It's all good. I'm firing You're still a great player.
2: There. I'm not. No trick. Yeah, I know you see me shoot 20 a game, but I <laughs> shoot 45%, and I'm averaging 40 points a game. Like, that's not you.
1: It's not you, bro. I don't
2: know. I think it's kind of funny, like, I think because he's such, like, an underspoken guy, we don't realize that, like, the last three teammates that they tried to pair with James Harden, it doesn't work out. I remember Dwight Howard didn't work out. Chris Paul not didn't work out. Russ Westbrook might not work out.
1: Are you saying that's James?
2: I don't know if it's on James. Again, he's, he doesn't put himself out there like that to where he, you could hate him. He, he just I doesn't mean, say anything. He's a super low key We've dude. we have
1: never seen a game like his ever. Ever. So.
2: It's gotta be hard to play with.
1: It has to be hard to play with.
2: And like you can point out, we all flew average like eight assists, but yeah, they're not like. They're assists because he has the ball in his hands. It's not yeah, assists because he's a looking pol- to set people up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is
1: a polarized It's like eventually
2: numbers. he has to pass it to
1: somebody. He eventually has to pass yeah. it at somebody. Yeah, point. he's got the ball all the time. So yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I went to the Bulls Rockets game this year and it was it's just different basketball. Yeah. It is just different. And when he starts going it, it's 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 unstoppable, unstoppable. Is he more unstoppable than Giannis? Mm. No. Because I think the thing oh, hmm. Who's more mm. unstoppable, James Harden or Giannis Antetokounmpo? I'm gonna to have to go with. I'll, I'll answer for you, or I'll answer first. I think you have to go with James Harden because I don't know if I've ever seen him be stopped outside of when he sh- like shot like I don't know what like two of well, eighty in the playoffs in the, in the playoffs. But like that <laughs> was there, yeah. yeah yeah yeah. But that was let me. What I mean is that that was more of a combination of him missing shots. When I saw Nick Nurse and the Raptors do to Giannis, he completely got shut down and couldn't do anything. I'll
2: say this: I've never, I've never seen Giannis like black out,
1: like go od, like yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So I think, and the great segue to the next one, but like Giannis's
1: career high in points.
2: I don't know. Probably imagine it's gonna be like fifty.
1: I bet you. I don't think he's ever had a fifty piece. Has he?
2: I'm sure he has. I think he had a fifty piece last year. Did he? Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, no, he's Keep gonna, going get, he's about gonna said, get. He's huh? gonna get fifty. But so yeah, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen like Giannis black out like that. Like James Harden, fuck around, gave you sixty and three quarters. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so probably, yeah, you're probably right. It's probably James Harden. Um, obviously, like if Giannis from a physical standpoint, like Giannis could become fifty-two. 50, yeah, Giannis yeah. had fifty-two. Giannis can, be, can be more physically dominant than James Harden, obviously. But yeah, I think right now, as far as offensive dominance, like yeah, James Harden is it for sure, hands down. So I'd probably say that Harden is, but I'd take Giannis over James Harden if I was starting a team right now. Or if I was playing for one season even, I'm taking Giannis over James Harden. But good segue to my next question. Yeah, Giannis, he's averaging 30 points a game and 13 rebounds. And I think like five or six assists. He just turned 25 on December 7th. Averaging 30 and 13. Realistically, and he's shooting. I think like six percent better from than his uh, three point career. He's shooting like thirty three percent from three point land. So that that's coming too, which yeah. is fucking frightening. Statistically, knowing that the three point shot is coming, where do you see Giannis's ceiling statistically?
1: I mean, I don't see why he couldn't go for like thirty three, seventeen, and six and a half, seven. Really.
2: Yeah. You're topping him out at 33? Yeah. If he starts swacking threes.
1: Well, that's the thing. I mean, there's no holes barred if he starts If he starts pulling up, if like he starts, transition pull-up. <laughs> if he
2: comes to 40% three-point like, shooter. Like, if
1: he starts pulling up in transitions <laughs> and shit how can, like that.
2: How can you guard, it, yeah, how can like, you guard Giannis on a pull-up <laughs> transition three? Who? Like, He's 6'10". Who could guard Giannis on a pull-up transition If he transition starts doing three? that. It's over with. So you
1: mean if he turns into Giannis KD? Not game? even the KDs, level. KD's an elite like, shooter. You know what I mean? LeBron. What are you trying to say? You, th- you think he can score like 38, 39 a game I think he could. In a year? Yeah. He's 25 years old. And he... Well, this is what always happens, right? You transition. Your game transitions. So, like, what he does best is punch on people right now. So, he punches everything. So, when he turns 28, 29... He's gonna be shooting more jumpers, so but that's gonna. They're worth more. But but do you know what I'm saying? But like it'll yeah. it'll go down a little bit. So I, I don't the see him scoring thing 39 is, a night. So I, I mean, I, but I can see him in the next couple of seasons scoring 33, so averaging 15 boards and seven assists. You, eight assists. You just said when he turns 29, you want know to something
2: crazy about that? That's four years from now.
1: Yeah. He won't
2: be 29 for another four years. He's almost at the peak of his powers now, though. I don't think so, dude. Think I've never seen anybody keep getting get better. He keeps getting better.
1: Yeah, he's really good.
2: He's just really fucking good. So you're getting on 33 and 17. So you think the rebounding numbers will continue to skyrocket?
1: If they, if he wants them to. Interesting. This is actually a, a, another interesting point, then. I Obviously, I watch Shaq and those boys on TNT as much as I possibly can. And Shaq and Charles are all over Joel Embiid saying he's fucking around, essentially. Like, we don't talk about you like we talk about Giannis or Doncic. Like, you should be – Shaq essentially was like, yo, this little 23 points a game, that ain't going like, to he cut should be averaging though. 30 points I'm gonna a game. I'm going to need 28, 29 points.
2: I've, I've thought that about Joel, too. He's fucking really he's, he's fucking Like, really you be good. out there fucking around. Like, yeah, he does. He's, he's, he's the
1: most talented guy big man in the game yeah like if you gave Giannis Embiid's three piece
2: yeah because Embiid can slang that thing yeah yeah.
1: you know what I mean like that it'd be a
2: problem be a huge problem yeah so like so you're saying if you put Giannis's work ethic inside of Joel Embiid you'd have a
1: you'd have Giannis um, Embiid (laughs) yeah Embiid (laughs) Embiid doesn't be showing
2: up out of shape and shit like right yeah right not to the Jokic level but yeah Yo, we can talk about that a whole nother That
1: boy, he chilling. He be chilling. He's chilling tough yeah. all summer. Big, bro. big tough. He Ruiz. might
2: not have done a damn thing. Yeah, he, he definitely kicked him. him the Ruiz? Remember Ruiz? <laughs> and Ruiz like, Ruiz said after the fight, he's like, "Yeah, maybe I'll come back in better shape and I'll, I'll win the rematch."
1: Like, bro, bro, what? What? I mean, dude, what was he, he doing, was, doing for the as, last year? As soon as I saw him and he won the championship, you knew he was chilling, yeah, big yeah. chilling that whole time. But
2: he didn't, he didn't even come
1: back in shape at all. Nah, bro. So he don't want to see Deonta. Yeah, so you would agree with that about the Joel thing. Yeah, I would. He could be. I'm, I'm,
2: not, I'm never really one to call out like players' because I'm not there behind closed doors, but I think it's kind of obvious with him. And also towards the end of the season, he gets gassed. He gets gassed, laden games. Like, yeah, he he has so much skill, mixed with mixed with size and athleticism and all that. That like, yeah, he should be dominating ball games. A hundred percent, I agree. I agree a hundred percent.
1: Yeah, so that Shaq and Charles are on him.
2: It's funny that Shaq's on him because it's not like Shaq was ever the most physically fit individual.
1: But Shaq was giving you 30 a night. He sure was. Yeah, so that's what he's saying. He's saying. Yeah.
2: That's interesting.
1: Yeah, he gets on. They were saying kind of like what, like my, my whole take on how I used to hate Dwight Howard because yeah. this dude literally could have been Shaq but better. I don't think work ethic was ever an issue for Dwight, though.
2: It was always a yeah, great, in no, great shape right now today. Forget
1: about great shape. He came in every year with the no moves.
2: Cannot, you don't c- think he ever added on to his game? Commit a,
1: couldn't commit a post move to, to memory. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a post move that commit
2: to memory. That was
1: <laughs> you know, still the greatest <laughs> rant of all time.
2: But, yeah, he came in. He can move on the basketball court, but he doesn't know where he's going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dwight. Dwight was... A brute force guy with no skill. Yeah. No
2: skill was defense. Yeah, but like if he He had some offensive
1: skill in his game with his physical, his stature, and the power that he brought, he would have been something to see. A monster. Yeah, he just never did it, right? So that was kind of where Shaq and Barkley are on Embiid. I thought that was really interesting. All
2: right.
1: Yeah. All right, next next question.
2: Sticking with Giannis. Luka Doncic. Shout out. Averaging 30. Shout the boy. 10 rebounds and nine assists. So he's averaging almost a triple double, right? Shout the
1: boy. Luka's 20. Insane. Which is crazy. Different.
2: And I'll go ahead and admit, like, I was not on the Luca train at all. I was all.
1: not on the Luka train at all Because,
2: again, I've seen Euro wing players come over, and I, I'm i I'm good. I'm good People tried of, to warn us, though. Yeah, yeah, they tried to. It's okay they tried to warn us about Mario Hazonia, too. <laughs> <laughs> we, Why do you
1: always go back to Hazonia? Because he was <laughs> the last, like,
2: big-time, like, wing player to come out of Europe. Like, Hazonia's going to be really good. You super be, Mario. You be killing, super you Mario. You Super you Mario. Be, super Mario. He looks like a little tiny Mario you when, be, when, he, when he fucking <laughs> definitely hated Super and nothing Super about you
1: it. You be killing Hazonia, bro. That shit wild. All right, man. So you love Luca? Yeah, I do. Who doesn't? Start, you don't?
2: You're starting a team. Would you rather have Luca or Giannis? At right now, like yeah. right now, today? Yeah, one's twenty, one's twenty-five. So I mean, it, you know, five, it's five years, but it's five years when they're so young that it doesn't really.
1: Uh, I would take Giannis just because. Man, it's really close. I would take Giannis just because
2: Luca can't play D.
1: You That and you can surround. You can find. It's easier to find guards. That they, they might not be Luca, but they would compliment Giannis you very well. You think the well. way to
2: play around. Like what Milwaukee's pretty much right, done. Exactly. Shoot threes. More threes than we could possibly imagine.
1: Exactly. They call Giannis the freak because he's a physical freak, and an athletic freak that does not come around very often. If ever. If ever. Yeah. Luka doesn't come around that often either, but he comes around more frequently than Giannis. And you might not get 30, 10, and 9, but you can get a 25, 7, and 7 with Giannis. Gotcha. Easily. Not easily but easier.
2: Interesting. So you feel like you could his find his nickname is the
1: freak. He's a unicorn. So you feel like you can he find seventy exist.
2: you can find seventy five percent of Luca easier than you can find seventy five percent of Yes, Yana. exactly. Good point.
1: Like that's it. how that's how I feel.
2: Okay. Is there any young player other than Giannis that you take over Lucas Luca though? By young I mean under twenty five. Not a chance. mm like no chance, right? Mm-mm. Not even close. No no point even going through the names. There's there's not nobody.
1: Like Lucas shouldn't even play in the sophomore game this year. Why? Like cuz he's like he's a regular all-star. <laughs> he's a regular all-star. You feel me? Yeah. Like I'm not playing the sophomore game. Yeah. What am I playing that for? Why would I do that? Rookie sophomore game. Yeah, I'm I no I play on Sunday. I'm going to play on Sunday. I'm going to play on Sunday. Hey. And I'm going to start.
2: I'm going to get these buckets.
1: I'm going to start on Sunday. What are you talking about? All right. So, yeah, no. All
2: right. So, quarter away through the season, man. Who you got in the finals? The Lakers. Give me your top four, actually.
1: Well, I think this should be everybody's top four. It's the Lakers, the Clippers, and uh, Milwaukee. Or top three. And I guess fourth. Denver doesn't look that tough. No, I mean, your yeah, I mean, top four, I
2: guess, would be two western, two eastern.
1: Oh, okay. So two yeah. west, two yeah. east would be, I'll give me the Lakers and the Clippers, Easy. which we kind of know, right? And give me Philly and Milwaukee. Philly over Boston. Yeah. Why? It's close, but I don't know. I don't know. I think I like Boston. They play tonight. Philly and Boston? Yeah. Oh, great. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Wonderful. But I shouldn't say I don't know. I do like what Kemba has brought to them. Love Kemba. He's not Kyrie there. That's for sure. What a a, a
2: statement on Kyrie Irving that you flipped him out with Kemba Walker and everything is right with this team again. Yeah. Which is – it? yeah. Uh, I've, I'm. Not, I i do not know if I've ever been happier for a player to be in a winning situation than Kimba Walker.
1: And Hayward's playing a lot better.
2: Fuck Gordon, but um, yeah, that's that's
1: yeah, that's big too. No, it's definitely big yeah. for them,
2: But I'm just saying, I've never been happier for a player than Kimba Walker. Yeah, me
1: too, man. He was in a like bad putting spot in work in a and ba- he and never complained. Shit, yeah, didn't say a damn thing. But yeah, I mean, I think it's very, very tight up there. But yeah, I'll take Philly.
2: Take Philly, huh? I got yeah. Boston over Philly. All right, so out of all those teams, and we'll include Philly, so five teams. Are you a
1: believer in Miami, real quick?
2: You know how I feel about Miami. That's just but fun to watch. Miami Miami employs two of my favorite people in the NBA.
1: That's just fun to watch, man. Jimmy
2: Butler and No Limit Hero.
1: That's just fun to watch. I love
2: though. Tyler Hero. Tyler
1: Hero. Tyler
2: Hero's got a cooker. Hey, it's
1: fun to watch. They
2: are fun to watch. I like Spolster. I like Riley. You know what I like about Miami, and it's why it doesn't surprise that Jimmy went there. Like I think Jimmy wanted a s- structured organization with accountability and shit like that, and like that's what you find in Miami. They're never bad. Yeah. Like, that's such a good organization. So, yeah, I like their squad. Shout-out Kendrick Nunn, Chicago Kid, making it happen. Shout-out Jimmy Butler, obviously. You know, I love Jimmy Buckets, made himself a boss. Shout-out Tyler Hero. I think everybody knows how I feel about Tyler Hero. Um, who else? Bam Adebayo is nice. They're just a good organization. It's yeah. man, it, 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 like – coaching. You go over, it's culture, though. It's the culture. whole – Culture. It's the culture. Right. It's culture. From Riley Down, we are we're a professional organization. We will hold each other accountable. And if you know Jimmy, like a guy like Jimmy who really got it out the mud, like took himself from the 30th pick in the draft he to a top 10 that. player, he wants that. He wants to be held accountable. He wants young players to not be able to slack off. And that's what he hated about the Bulls. That's what he hated about Hoiberg. He's like, yo, you let these young dudes do whatever the fuck they want to. Like, right. I'm in the gym at three, 3 in the morning. And a lot of Jimmy shit is showman. I understand people say he's an asshole and all that. But, like, understand his position. Jimmy 100% got it out the mud, worked his ass off, made himself a boss, literally made himself a boss, right? Like, I'm just going to work until I'm going to be a top 10 player. So I think, like, yeah, that whole, that whole structure and accountability and the way they do things in Miami. But to answer your question, no, I don't think they're an Eastern Conference contender. But I think they'll keep things interesting. Like you said, good coaching. is right. a good coach. Like, if it's a Spolster versus Brett Brown battle, that's why I don't trust Philly. Because I think that if you see Philly versus Miami in a playoff series or, or them get the better coach, I don't know if Brett Brown can coach against those guys. I don't think Brett Brown can coach against Nick Nurse. Don't sleep on Toronto either.
1: No, I'm sleepy on Toronto.
2: Oh, hey, man. Fred VanVleet putting up numbers. Siakam. Pascal Siakam putting up numbers. Siakam. That boy Siakam at is nice.
1: The one thing that does worry me about Philly – if I if I say just that they're the second best team in the East or they're gonna the they're the top two coming out, whatever. Killers at home. Terrible on the road. Terrible on the road. Yeah. Yo. Terrible on the road. And they're not catching Milwaukee like, for home court advantage. Right. Like they're losing they're losing games to the Magic by like fifteen they're, points. They're
2: thirteen and zero at home.
1: Yeah, they're yeah, exactly. They're losing to the Thunder, they lost to the Jazz, they lost to the Suns. They beat the Trailblazers by one point. Like, shit like that. So, that that worries me a little bit, but it's so early in the year. Neither
2: Miami, Boston, or Philly has lost a game at home this year. Right. And Milwaukee's only lost one at home. Different. Eastern Conference is, is interesting.
1: Now, let me say this on wax. LeBron James set this whole shit up. He said, all right. Magic, you're going to be able to get AD? I don't think so, bro. Bet. Yeah. I ain't playing the rest of the year. <laughs> I'm playing next I'm going to rest up. Yep. I'm going to chill out. Get my body right. All y'all, y'all can bring the slander if you want. Yep. First time Brown ain't made the playoffs. First time Brown hasn't done this. First time Brown hasn't done that.
2: Yada, yada, yada.
1: He was trying to get rid of all the players, which he definitely was, because he he's LeBron James. And he's been on championship squads, so he knows He took one look at, he one. He took
2: one look at those guys, so I don't need Lonzo, these Josh guys, Hart, or Get, get here. these guys out of here. Get them out. Give me one guy. I'll trade them all for one guy. Yeah. Yes. Just keep Kuz. We need somebody to shoot. Yeah, I like him. He I like run. him. Keep him. Keep him. <laughs> hey, him. listen. That guy's off. Corner women. three. You. <laughs> <laughs> Corner three. That's your life. No. Yo. But I can take hey. him to the rack. No, 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 no. Corner
1: three. <laughs> what do you think about the squad, LeBron? Hey, look. Everybody can go. Keep Coos. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna go shoot space yeah. there, Mike. Yeah. Look. See all you heard me. <laughs> yeah. Keep Coos. Rob, make it happen. Rob, keep Coos. Everybody yeah. else, everybody can, else go. can go. Hey, Rich. Rich, this is Rob. Rob, this is Rich. Rob, <laughs> Rich, tell Rob everybody can go, but Coos. Yeah. Everybody. everybody can go. I'll go. Everybody. Get rid of all of
2: them. <laughs> Bring me AD. We'll figure out the rest later. <laughs>
1: yeah. Exactly. Right. Right. So.
2: I should have told him we and gave him that, a KCP. And,
1: and that just gets to me. What I was gonna say was, they look different. Lakers, LeBron. Oh
2: yeah, he looks great.
1: Looks different. Looks great. Low management. What does that mean? Yeah. I'm playing. I'm playing. First off, I don't know how much Lakers everybody's been watching, but I try to watch them as much as I can. They play hard as fuck. Yeah. They play hard on D. LeBron pulls the strings. AD is unstoppable on the block. They're a problem. A really big problem. Yeah. If they stay healthy...
2: That's the biggest thing.
1: LeBron looks fresh, fresh, bro. It's
2: not even if they, it's if AD stays healthy.
1: Yeah. They're going to need AD.
2: LeBron's not going to get hurt, um, but they don't have the depth to fuck around with an AD injury. That
1: whole groin shit was... He took the year off. Yeah, Braun. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, he was good. He was like, "We're not making the playoffs." He took. like if I, I make the playoffs, we're he, not contending he knew, for anything. Right. Yeah. He
1: knew. Yeah. So I, he he said, decided, I don't, because he could take that team to the playoffs. He's like, yeah. I don't want to make the playoffs and then get busted up. Yeah, it's a waste. Like, yeah, it's I'm it's just waste gonna time. chill out. Yeah. Get healthy. Get right. Y'all do, do what you do. Do some business do. shit. Yep. I'll go hang out with my with my kids grab and me go to some, their Grab me games, some. Grab me some players. Give me some red wine. Since and since I'll Vino. see y'all next year.
2: You know, I knew when I knew he was big, chilling when he showed up to that game and sat the Lakers game and sat courtside with a glass of red wine.
1: Never, never seen that in my I've life. Never seen anything like. Yeah, walked in the tunnel, bro. Yeah, with, it was a glass, the, was like a fucking, glass. It was a fucking like full glass, yeah. It
2: with was Vino. like a bro of a, of a Vino. vintage red,
1: red vintage. He walked in with not a worry in sight, yeah. bro. Staples. What's up, guys? How What's you going guys? on with y'all? Everything We're good? Just sitting here and drink this wine. Man. No, not a worry in the world. Yeah, nobody said shit. Not a what? Didn't think about saying. Didn't think about saying nothing to So yeah, the Lakers. I, I, mean, I could. I think. It's, I think it's going to be the Bucks' time. I don't think they're going to lose. So you
2: got Bucks, Lakers in the finals. Yeah. yeah. And the Bucks win in the championship.
1: Ah, I can't say that. You said that? No, I thought you
2: said it's the Bucks time. Oh. Like You mean it's the oh, Bucks no, time in the, east. in the East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but you think the Lakers are coming out the West?
1: Yeah. And that should be a good ass. What
2: about once the Kawhi and Paul George thing clicks? Are you not as worried about so all all things equal. Of course I'm
1: worried about that.
2: Health is a hundred percent. Lakers are clicking. Clippers are clicking. What roster are you more nervous? What roster is you think is better?
1: What roster worries me more? What team? No, I'm sorry, because the in the playoffs it doesn't matter because there's only yeah, yeah, seven yeah.
2: seven guys. You're only playing eight guys in the playoffs, so yeah. like, top eights. Clippers worry me. In a playoff series, you would take if you had to put the money on it,
1: because they have the personnel. I mean, if you like it or not, at the end of the day, LeBron's still older, and they have the personnel to grind him into the ground, like just to. to not grind him into the ground, but to bother him enough where it would be, he would have trouble and he'd have to worry about it. Why? Because he's going to be guarding Kawhi? He's going to go, he's gonna have to play D and he's going to be getting tough, tough D the other end. Yeah. No doubt. So, but yeah, until then, dumb boy's cruising. Shout out to Draymond Green, too. Just, Hope he's having fun. Just because? I hope I, no, I'm saying I hope he's having fun. Like I'm glad that he's the one healthy and has to play. And the way he can just, go out and do whatever. No, I'm just and that team is just if just, I'm
2: Draymond, I'm probably going out every night and chucking the ball twenty to twenty-five times. I mean, You'll never get that chance again. You know what? I'm gonna go out and try to average twenty this year. <laughs> Steve, Steve, Ugh, Steve, you wanna secure top five pick? Let me go out and try to average twenty. <laughs> <laughs> just let me go out right, Steve. I've done it I've done I've done so much dirt work for you all these years. Right. Let me get just give me fifteen to 16 FGAs a game. That's all I need. Get my FGAs. <laughs> Field <laughs> yeah. goal attempts, baby. <laughs> I need them. Get, get my FGAs. That's all I want. When I look at the box score, if I don't have over 15, it's a problem. I hear you. Give me the greenest light ever. Let me just shoot my ugly little fucking push out three.
1: Yeah. But yeah, what LeBron is doing right now is different right now. MVP. You Looking like back-to-back. Back, it's looking like back-to-back. Back-to-back. He's unstoppable. He's a he's really tough. He's man. really good at basketball. Good at Yo, basketball. we'll leave it there. Me and Big Nick the Quick, good to be back in here. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. No Catch-Up Chicago. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube. We're going to we gonna have the content continuing to come. Spotify, lock in with us. No Catch-Up Sports Talk, in Chicago. Let's get it.